It's the show after the show. This is the After 9 Podcast with Scott and Kat. It feels like minus 47 degrees right now in Saskatoon. It is trending worldwide on Twitter because it's minus 33 and feels like minus 47 degrees. Everyone around here better not bitch and complain about anything weather related. It's beautiful and balmy. I've got a sister-in-law in Edmonton who listens to the podcast from there. Sent me a note uh, this morning waking up to minus 34 and that did not include the wind chill. It was minus 40 with the wind chill. That's crazy. Like absolutely crazy. It's dangerous to go outside when it's that cold. And that's the high. That's the high of the day. David Spade was talking about Saskatoon last night on his show, which I've never once seen, and I still have a hard time wrapping my mind around the fact that David Spade got a late-night talk show. But anyway, he mentioned them, and that just fueled the fire. Now, everybody's looking for different little hamlets in Canada to figure out where the coldest place on Earth is. Either way, it's in this country. This is a fucked-up January, by the way. I mean, this is messed up. Look at how warm it is. It's going to be plus three today, and while that's not completely unheard of, we were at 11, double digits, just last week. I mean, let's not not just be like, oh, winter's called off for the year. We all know February, March, they're going to suck balls. Totally. Absolutely crazy. It's going to be cold, miserable, gross. Uh, I've got some DMs here, follow-ups to yesterday's discussion about the vagina-scented candle. If you didn't hear that, I believe yesterday was 147. Give it a listen. Uh, Gwyneth Paltrow has created a candle that they say smells like a vagina. Janet says, um, I love your podcast. Listen every single night. While I am not interested in the candle, I should tell you that I listen to your podcast every day while I have my bath. Is that weird? LOL. Hmm. I don't know. Is that weird, Kat, that we've got some bath listeners now? No, I'm okay with that. Whatever helps you to relax. And for some people, it's listening to a podcast or music they enjoy, reading a book, having a glass of wine, or doing all of it at the same time. You're okay with a naked man in the tub right now listening to this podcast? I'm okay with that. Sure. I mean, Janet, I assume, is a woman, but there could be guys doing it, too. That doesn't bother you? No, it doesn't bother me. There's a lot of people who will listen who still have the old school, and I'm not sure how easy it is to find, maybe on Amazon, the ra- the shower radio. That's true. Remember yeah. they used to hang around the shower head? Yes. And you can still get some. They suction cup or all kinds of different things, and we still have people. I still have people that will every now and again say, it might be weird, but I have a radio in my bathroom, and I listen to you in the shower, and while I get ready, that's how I get my news for the day with what you need to know. That's how I get figure out what everyone's talking about during what's trending. Now I think no, the, fine. the 2020 equivalent would be a Bluetooth speaker, right? You stream it from your phone to the speaker. Sure. They hang in the shower or wherever it is that you hang it. Yeah. And there you go. Yeah, sure. This from, I believe it's pronounced Kaylee. I'm listening to podcast episode 144. And let me confirm, absolutely no female enjoys the smell of a male's boxers. Mm-hmm. No one, male or female, could possibly enjoy the smell of balls. Imagine the scent of those Saks boxers with the ballpark pouch. Oh my fuck, no. And shame on me for writing scent, S-E-N-T, instead of S-C-E-N-T, LOL. 
Yeah, Kaylee, that was a grammatical error that I was going to lose it on, but you, you corrected yourself, so I that's good. I just realized that our podcast door was slightly open, and we have oh. a, a couple of management staff in today, so I'm just going to go ahead and <laughs> continue shutting that. Sorry, I had to get up and do that. I don't want to get... Sp- we have a meeting later today. I really don't want that getting brought up. No. Why are you talking about balls with listeners? Why are you telling them to sniff underwears? That's not even what happened! That's not what happened. You're taking it out of context. Thank you. That's exactly what you're doing if you confront us on that, so don't you dare. Actually, our boss is a fan of the podcast, listens regularly while driving. It's a massive commute. In any case, no, I don't imagine there are too many people that enjoy the smell of balls, but there's got to be some sick person out there who does. And the vagina-scented candle? Eh, I don't know. Let me give you an example here. Have you ever had something that smelled awful but tasted great when you actually put it in your mouth (laughs) yeah actually yeah see (laughs) see for me i get it butter chicken so i do not like the smell when it's cooking but when i eat it i think it's delicious same premise a lot of people think the same about seafood a lot of different seafoods, right? right. Which might have a d- different, interesting smell to it, but you eat it and it's just fantastic. Sure. Tilapia is a good example. Yeah. It has a very um, upfront odor. Poignant. Poignant. Very poignant. Is a good way to put it. But then once you get it in your mouth, it's like, nom, 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 nom. it's delicious. Is that what you're comparing a vagina to? No. Oh. Any. It seemed like you were going in that direction. Any private parts in general. Balls. Uh, there you go. Kaylee was talking about balls. Yeah. Maybe balls is another example of something that you may not think, hmm, that smells lovely. Well, it, it all depends on the hygiene situation, too. I mean, like I said yesterday, the candle is likely a version of freshly out of the shower. <laughs> it's a clean right? one. Right? Instead of, hey, I ran a marathon, take a whiff. <laughs> Nobody wants to do that. And I get it. Kaylee's right, by the way. I don't know anyone who wants to sniff on boxers. Other than a dog. Like, I really don't know. There are guys out there, as you've pointed out, who are paying money for girls' panties. There's Mm -hmm. no girls out there who would pay money Mm -mm. for a guy. What if it's Mark Wahlberg? What if it's... What if it's like somebody really hot? To to have as a, hey, look at this. Yeah, not to sniff. I don't think it would be to sniff. Would they sniff it because they have it? Yeah, maybe. But they wouldn't... They're not paying to sniff. They're not enjoying that. You just want something that has been against Mark's balls. Exactly. That's it. Okay, I got it. Oh, by the way, The Bachelor last night was fantastic. You didn't see it. I gotta catch up. No, I didn't watch it yesterday. I I was doing other things. Drama-filled. Kaylee is a disaster. And what was it she said? Uh, I'm not going to be a classy bitch all the time. Blah, blah, blah. And she tried to drink champagne out of the bottle. By the way, Champagne Gate is now trending on Twitter. (laughs) This is because it wasn't her champagne to drink. And people think she did it intentionally. (gasps) Rude. Mm. But she took a hard swig, which you shouldn't do with anything super bubbly or carbonated. Like, are you new? How do you not know that about champagne? If you try and drink it out of the bottle when it's freshly open... Yeah, it's going to explode out. It went up her nose for sure. Oh, yeah. And then she tasted that in the back of her brain. Peter, you could see Peter almost wanting to, because he's such a nice guy. He like wanted to apologize to her. He's like, oh, God, I'm sorry. Like, Peter, no, she's a fucking idiot that just tipped the champagne bottle upside down, chugged it, and then put it directly the other way in front of her face. You know, it's a life lesson. You don't do that. Barstool who's usually fairly tame. I mean, they'll take some shots, but they're fairly tame. 
They had a great meme. All it was was that picture of that champagne going all over her face with just the caption, when he doesn't warn you first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I thought it was brilliant. Um, in watching the previews, and I know that they're expert editors, they like to edit things to seem like something's happening that isn't. Mm-hmm. And we've already caught them a couple times doing that this year. But the way they're making it seem later on this season is, I don't think Hannah's done yet. I think Hannah B might be back again. Because it seems like he's not over her. There was one rumor I saw, and I apologize, I don't know the source, so I don't know how great of a source it is, that he requested she come back again. Interesting. He was in love with her. Banged her four times in a windmill in a couple of hours. That was a, a relationship in his mind. It's even a history. She had a whole bunch of other guys was, on the go at the yeah, same time. Exactly. It was a history. They have a history together. And you, you know what? Sometimes it takes seeing someone with other people for you to realize that, right? Sure. Because now all of a sudden, he's dating. He is the bachelor. He is sought after. Gorgeous women would love to have a date with him. And now she's like, well, damn, that could have been me. Yeah, but I think he never really got over her. There wasn't a whole ton of downtime between The Bachelorette and The Bachelor. Mm -hmm. And and they filmed them fairly similar time frames. So I got to think that he wasn't quite ready. In fact, he even kind of alluded to that last night. So there's a little bit of Bachelor talk just to piss off you guys that don't like The Bachelor. Stop pretending you don't like The Bachelor. You should watch it because if you watched it, you'd probably love it as much as I do. The drama's fantastic. Um, I was out on Friday night. Am I interrupting? No, go oh. ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> no, no, I'm listening. No, no, I know. Go ahead. I was out on Friday night. I'm replying night. to a DM about the podcast. Go. Okay. I, was, uh, I went to the keg and I went to the keg in Mississauga. Oh, nice. Winston Churchill and Argentia. And I went there fairly late, got there around 8.30, 9 o'clock, figured shouldn't have a hard time getting a table now. Their dinner rush must have died down a little bit. Sure enough, walked in, got a great table. Then the waitress came over. Mm-hmm. Waitress looked at me kind of funny, and I thought, that wasn't normal. Oh, okay, all right. She took our drink order, and I ordered my martini. So she had to make notes. Okay, great. I appreciate the thoroughness. My girlfriend ordered a glass of red wine. She came back, set the red wine down, and then she was going to pour my martini. And at the keg, they shake the martini right in front of you. They bring a glass and a shaker. So she's shaking this glass, Mm -hmm. staring at me. And I mean like eye contact. It was weird. And when I noticed it, I couldn't look away. And then I started thinking, oh, shit. How do I know this girl? Because I'm here with my girlfriend. How do I know this girl? Because there's something up here. She won't stop staring at me. What is the fucking deal? And you knew you knew her, but you didn't know how. So this could have gone a million different ways. Absolutely. I didn't know if this was a past hookup. I didn't know if, uh, I don't know, maybe I dinged her car in the parking lot at Longo's. Like, who knows? (laughs) How I know this person, but she knew me from somewhere and and I knew that she looked kind of familiar, but I mm-hmm. wasn't quite sure how. I hate when that happens. So she pours my martini, picks up the shaker again. Would you guys like to start off with some appetizers? Yes, I would. Great appetizers at the keg. So, um. Oh, I get their shrimp cocktail every time. Really? Yeah, it's so good. So I ordered the burrata salad. Did I say that right? Because I always get corrected by my Italian girlfriend. Burrata. I don't know, whatever. It's some cheese and lettuce and tomatoes. Who cares? 
So anyway, I ordered that, and uh, the Mushrooms Neptune is one of my favorites. Oh, yeah. My husband likes that one. I'm not a Mushrooms person, but he loves that one. So, so good. Yeah, yeah. And then finally, she says, breaks this awkward thing that's going on. She said, do you work in radio? And I thought, okay, all right. It's a radio connection. Not that that makes it much better, but at least I have some sort of an idea. Mm -hmm. And I thought... I could answer this with a no and completely throw her off, or I could just be honest. And I decided I really want to get into this martini, so I'm going to just be honest. Mm -hmm. Yes, I work in radio. She said, I know. And then it was like, oh, fuck, now what? What is going on here? I'm dying for this girl to fill me in. She used to work for us. She used to be an intern. Okay. So I thought that I'd know all of the interns' names, but I don't think I can help you out here. Um, I know it's not Ariel, because I know she's working over at CTV now. That's right. If I'm not mistaken. Uh, Colleen is doing, she's an RMT now. She's got her own thing going on. and The Ritz-Carlton. She's killing it. Yeah, she's on fire. So I'm trying to think of what other female, you don't remember the name. To now, You didn't even ask? Did you not say, oh, I'm sorry, what's your name again? No, because I felt like such a fucking schmuck that I didn't remember her. So you didn't even ask that I couldn't name? go out of her, my way to ask her her name as well. I just sort of went with it. Why like, oh, yeah, that's it. Hey, how hey, are you? you? Yeah. You didn't, you should have. You should have, because then you would have known. You should have at least been like, this is my date, blah, blah. And then she would have introduced herself, maybe, hopefully. Hopefully. Or would that, that can go that sideways, gone, too. That, go sideways. that, not necessarily <laughs> a lot. I mean, worst case, she could have called you out and been like, you don't remember my name, do you? She didn't say her name when she was telling you this? No, she didn't. And I thought it would even be on the bill, and I checked the bill, and it doesn't say her name on the bill. Did you take a picture of that? That would have been weird. But did you take a picture of her so I could see, so I could tell you maybe if I remember the name? Not that you're going to, I mean, whatever. What's done is done. It's finished. In any case, she's not working in radio, so that also makes it a little bit weird. (laughs) Like, oh, how'd I teach you? (laughs) Some of our ex-interns have their own morning shows now. They do. But not all of them are working. So, I mean, hey, uh... Sorry, but thank you for still listening. She still listens all the time. She told me to say hi to you, and she just knew us a little more than I knew her. So hi from someone is the message I'm getting today? I guess. Hi from someone who was our intern. Okay, in all fairness, though, we get interns of all kind, and it depends what school you come from, what program you're in. So sometimes we'll have interns who stay with us for six months. I mean, we've had interns who stay on longer than they need to be because they want the experience. Sure, yep. Some that we've hired on as our own producers. And have been hired on to the promotions team, production, whatever the case is. And some that are only in there for like two weeks, three weeks. So those are the ones that's tough because we've gone through several of those. That's right. Yeah, yeah. And whatever your goal is, we'll help you achieve it. If you want to be an intern and and your eventual goal is to be in radio, we will help you out. If you do a good job, we'll do our best to help you. Absolutely. However, this person somehow slips through the cracks because I don't remember her. And then after the tension was already a little high because I think my girlfriend could kind of sense that I was a little on edge. Like I, she's pretty intuitive. I don't think she was confident that I knew who that was. Right. And she was absolutely right. So we just got back to our conversation. I did what I do. Tell me about your day. Let's turn it around and make it about <laughs> you. Let's talk about your day. Is she on to you with that kind of shit, though? I don't know. If she is on to me, she hasn't called me out on it yet. Okay. So she's telling me about her day. Boom. 
Waitress comes back again. Waitress slash ex-intern. She's got two shots. Okay. She said, these are from someone in the restaurant who wants to remain anonymous. And I thought, is it her? Are you fucking kidding me? She wants a job, right? Here we go again. Now, who in the restaurant knows that I'm here? I'm sitting in the back corner of the keg. And I get that it's Mississauga. And we were on the radio in that market for a very long time. But still, like three people total could have seen me walk into this restaurant. It's now 930 at night at the keg. So we took the shot. And I can tell my girlfriend now at this point is like, it's kind of weird, but mm-hmm. all right, cool. Mm-hmm. Something's up. Finally, the people in the booth right behind us turned around and said hello. The shot was from them. Turns out it's a very popular realtor in the area who I used to work with years and years and years ago before she was in real estate and when I was doing club gigs. And by the way, thank God I'm not doing club gigs anymore. <laughs> Amen. Amen. People ask me all the time, hey, did you ever miss going to the clubs? Not one bit. You didn't even get touched inappropriately either, did you? Or maybe you did. Uh, it depends on the night it's, and the uh, theme. You didn't like doing club gigs. Hate. I mean, there was actually, that said, though, we had a couple of, of club gigs back in the day um, that were great, and they went way out of their way to make sure that I was good and that the team was good. My apartment in Mississauga, I'll shut them up because they're great. They're a great establishment. They've been around for a long time. Are they the same name anymore? Uh, they were central, and there's... Uh, I can't really say what's okay. going on. Okay, well, there. the management that was working there—they're temporarily there, closed for renovations. Gotcha. The management that was working there at the time was fantastic, but it happens from time to time, right? Where they can't control what the people are doing, and it gets really inappropriate. So I, I liked that I had a fence there. I stayed away from the general public. Uh, that was negative. The riffraff. I fucking hated it, though, for the most part. I did a couple of different club gigs that were interesting. One of them, uh, I think the place is still open, so you know what? I'll, I won't name them. I went in there, and on my very first night doing the live to air, uh, being live on the radio, the manager came up to me and said, okay, so here's where you're standing, whatever. Oh, did I, do you ever hear the story about the time I got shot here once? Showed me a scar from a bullet she received in her leg from a shooting that had happened at that club. Why the fuck am I here? <laughs> I, 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 that entire night, I was like, please, please let this end soon. And and I was like, I can't do this. And there's shady, shady people there. And I told our boss at the time, who's very understanding, was like, absolutely. If you feel unsafe, well, yeah, I don't really feel like uh, make a shot tonight, but I'll head to work anyway. No, thanks. Give me that no. couple hundred bucks. I make no. a shot, but I want that money. Not worth it. Not worth it at all. I totally agree with you. And it was so weird for me doing those gigs back in the day that uh, typically I get up to do the morning show, our FM morning show at 3 a.m. When I was doing the club gigs, I wasn't even getting home until 2 Mm a.m. So on weekends, my whole schedule flipped upside down. And if I happen to have one of those rare weekday gigs, I was doing basically 24 hours straight. It was nuts. I remember when you used to come in in the morning if you filled in on like a Thursday night or a Wednesday night or something like that where you were like, I think I got an hour sleep. It was barely called sleep, I think, when you only lay down for an hour. And you're so paranoid about sleeping in. And then you're freaking out exactly that your alarm clock's not going to go off. Anyway, yeah, it's a mess. I don't even know where people go now when they want to go clubbing because it doesn't seem like there's nearly as many clubs now as there used to be. And the people that I used to know as clubbers, Mm -hmm. they don't go to clubs anymore. Mm -hmm. I'm not really sure where they go. But they don't go to clubs anymore. Did they just discover something new? 
Yeah, I don't know. I think people, there's a bunch of things I think that happened all in one. I mean, younger generations are more afraid of, obviously, they're not going to be drinking and driving because that message is thankfully getting across to them, I think, a lot more. I speak to my cousins who are in their early 20s all the time about it, and they say, nah, we go to each other's houses and we Uber. We're not going out to clubs. We're not spending the money, too. It's about a money issue, too. They may have priced themselves out of the market, charging mm-hmm. $10, $15 cover just to get in. Oh, but if you're a woman and you're hot, you can get in for free. Sure. And, oh, uh, the same bottle that you pay 45 bucks for at the LCBO, we'll charge you 300 exactly. for it. Exactly. But you get all the pop for free. Yeah. And all the ladies drink for free, but the guys, yeah, yeah I it's, know. It's, it's not a, it wasn't really, yeah, it is what it is. I have a lot of older people asking me, I shouldn't say older, but I mean people in their 30s and 40s that want to go out that'll ask for suggestions like, where can we go if we do want to dance? And that's a tough one to answer, Sure, right? I don't know where to send them. I don't know either. Well, I- I mean, clubs can go one of two ways. They can just open up the doors and be like regular club and, and have the DJ and the the loud music and the boom, boom, boom and the table service and all that sort of shit. And the boom, boom, boom. But um, if that attracts a typical club crowd, which would tend to be a little bit younger, the older people don't necessarily want to go there. The problem is, as much as a club probably could say, nope, sorry, you got to be 28 and older to get in. You got to be 25 and Mm -hmm. older to get in. That crowd, as great as they are, isn't necessarily consistently going out enough to sustain a nightclub. Exactly. It's a one-time thing, right? It's a, hey, it's my friend's birthday, and we're saying, screw it. Let's go out. Let's Uh, go to a club. Exactly. It's an odd occasion. It's not an every weekend thing. You're right. It's It's difficult. I don't know. I always just do a dance party at my house, usually. Like, I don't know, house parties are the only thing to, to do if you if you have enough friends that'll do it. Honey, throw on Spotify and connect the Bluetooth. I We're going to dance. I don't care. <laughs> I do a dance party. Sometimes if it's just me and my husband or sometimes friends come over or family comes over. Yeah. Why not? You've danced in your house? Yeah. With your husband? Yeah. Just the two of you? Uh, Yeah, with other people there too. Okay. But just us two? Probably, yeah. Upbeat or slow? Um... Uh, mostly upbeat. Really? Mostly. I never pictured your husband as a dancer. Oh, he's a heel party. Really? I've got some videos I can show you. Really? He probably doesn't want me to show you, but I'll show you. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. He's the best wedding date ever. I love taking him with me to weddings and stuff because he'll actually dance. No, I won't. I won't do it. Yeah? And that was weird. The first time I went to a wedding with my now girlfriend, it's like, yeah. hey, let's go dance. I'm like, how about no fucking way? <laughs> A lot of the time, the guy, it's its common though. A lot of the time, the guys will just kind of stand there and, and let the girl dance around them. And okay, are we done now? Can we go to the bar? How about you go dance and I'll go get us a drink. Right. By get us a drink, I mean a couple for me and I'll bring you back one. Right. That's my wedding experience. But yeah. I don't think I'm alone in that sense. I mean, there's nope. a lot of guys that are the exact same way. Uh, while we're talking alcohol, the 2019 stats are out and they are American. They seem to release theirs first, but we are very similar to our American friends. They say for the first time ever, wine sales and beer sales actually decreased in 2019. Oh, snap. And I instantly, when I read the headline, thought, oh, people are smoking the cannabis. That's what it is. They're on the weed. No, that's not it. Because alcohol sales overall were up in 2019. So they're drinking other things. They're drinking other things. So it was a good rebound for the big five liquors, which are rye, rum, gin, uh, vodka, and tequila. Those are the big five. And they said the biggest increased category of them all is the hard seltzers. 
Americans love their seltzer. I'm reading so many stories online. It kind of reminds me of the Popeye's chicken sandwich thingy when they were all freaking out waiting for this sandwich to come out again. Kind of reminds me of that. They're all going nuts for some new seltzer that Bud Light is going to be putting out. Can I say, I'm just trying to think. I don't think I've ever had a seltzer before. Ever. I don't think I have either. What does it consist of? Do we know this? They're like flavored. I know it's car- it's a bubbly, right? Flavored carbonated drinks. People love them. I've never had a White Claw, I think they are. And yet I see them on my Instagram from my American friends all the time. They go nuts for this shit. I don't even know what it is. Or if we sell it here in Ontario. Does the LCBO have that stuff? I don't know. But there's always something, right? Remember, like, back in the day it was Sangria. And then we went on to um, mimosas were a craze, which really just includes champagne and orange juice. Aperol spritz is a big one. You had all kinds of different ones. Um, More recently, what was the one? Rosé all day. Like Old Fashions made a bit of a comeback, too. Yeah, there's always something that kind of just pops up and becomes popular for a short while. But seltzer is not one that I... I think that I would enjoy. I don't. I'm a hard liquor person, man. Give me a rye, give me a rye, uh, riot, which I call it, which is a rye diet. That's great. Hard liquor or wine. That's it. I mentioned my martini this morning on the morning show, and two different people texted us. You can text us anytime during our live show. By the way, it actually is us that reply to them. Five one nine five seven one beat is our number. Um, two different people wanted my martini recipe. Did you give it out? Sort of. You've done it before. Haven't you? Haven't you given out the martini Ish. recipe? Ish. So I'll, I'll tell you 90% of the recipe. It is a very, very, very dry vodka martini. Straight up. Very cold. Leave it in the shaker. I don't mind if it gets a little diluted with ice, which turns into water. Leave it in the shaker so mm-hmm. it's extra cold. And it has to be served with two olives. And I prefer olives with the pits in them. But if you don't have that, that's fine. If you want to stick one of those blue cheese olives or garlic stuffed olives in there, fuck off. No. (laughs) (laughs) Now, there's one twist that I like to do for this vodka. So I like to mix two different types of vodka. So is it an ounce of each? One ounce of each. So it's a two ounce martini. Turns out to be a little more than two ounces because I like to let it sit in the shaker a little bit. Get it it a little wet. Um, So I will use... Not a popular opinion here because people tend to think of this as a cheap vodka. And I'm here to tell you, you're wrong. It's actually a fantastic vodka. Absolute vodka is high-end vodka at a low-end price. You should absolutely stop being such a snob. Stop succumbing to the marketing machine that is Ciroc and Grey Goose because neither of them are very fucking good. Neither vodka, Grey Goose or Ciroc, is good-tasting vodka. You should absolutely look at absolute. That's a great, that should be, uh, hey, absolute. So I interested in an endorsement. (laughs) Hey, you want to sponsor the podcast? Great. So I use one ounce of absolute always, and I'll use another ounce of either Stoli or Kettle One. Oh, Kettle One, really? One of each. One's a higher price point. One's a lower price point. Waitresses never know how to ring it in. That's fine. I'll pay whatever it comes out to. But that's how I drink my martini. Are you a pain in the ass at restaurants then? So you said you went to the keg. You ordered two, with two different kinds of vodkas and they did, didn't give you like an eye roll? Um, okay, so for the keg, I just told them the basics. You don't have to mix two different kinds of vodkas. Okay. I just had an absolute martini. When I'm making my own or when I'm in a nice restaurant, if there's a mixologist, if there's someone who they really... They don't mind. Mixologists love it. Fine. Yep. Complicate it up. 
if they uh, if they understand the complexity of vodka and how the two of them will mix together, they understand it, and most of them will say, "Wow, that's actually kind of brilliant. Good for you." Hmm. So there's the recipe. Used to always use one ounce of absolute, though. That's how you do it. Okay. Uh, somebody DM'd me the other day and said, "Scott, you have to remember to tell the story of the guy jerking off on the highway beside <gasps> you." Shit. Yes. We promised it would be this week, and I promise I will do it this week, but we are almost at a time for this one. I promise you I will tell you this story. And yeah, the guy got caught, and he got charged. And how he got caught is great, because it proves that we live in a world that somebody is always watching. Even when you pull out your dick in the car and start doing dirty things, looking at the guy beside you. You will weren't get caught. You, weren't you eating at the time? I was eating. Okay, okay. That's great. I love this fucking story. I can't wait. Can you do that tomorrow? I'll do it in we'll tomorrow's remember. podcast. We'll do it tomorrow. All right. Thanks for downloading, everybody. Hit the subscribe button. Do it. And do it. Leave us a review if you can. And uh, if you're in the Waterloo region area, you can listen to us weekday mornings, 530 till 930 on 91.5 The Beat. Or you can listen online anywhere on the Radio Player Canada app. We done? Yeah, I think so. All right, we're good.